This is the Alarm Entourage. Hello, welcome to the Alarm Entourage podcast. I'm Gareth Jones and I thought in this episode we'd introduce you to some of the most important members of the entourage not the band but the crew because without a crew there's no show and i argue that adam pate who is the guitar tech for this band has arguably the most difficult job of anyone on this team would you agree adam not at all (laughs) (laughs) how long have you been a guitar tech for the alarm uh just a little over a year and how did you get the gig a friend of mine, Lee Baines, who plays in a band called The Glory Fires, uh, played Greenbelt. He's a big Alarm fan, somehow ran into Andy, the tour manager, and they hit it off and exchanged numbers, and when The Alarm was looking for somebody in the U.S., they called Lee, Lee called me, did a Skype interview with uh, Mike and Andy. Got the job over the internet then? Correct. And you came over to the U.K. for a show? For The Gathering in Wales, yes. What was that like then? As a because you're from Alabama, a very different part of the universe to North Wales. Did you see much? I saw the inside of the venue uh, and a little bit of outside of the venue, but not much. It's mostly inside the venue I was. So tell me about your responsibilities on this tour. Your job title is guitar tech. What does that involve? I set up the backline, get everything up and going, sound check with Smiley, I cut Smiley's hair. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, just whatever needs to be done, honestly. And James has got quite a complex setup because he's not just a guitarist in this band anymore, is he? He plays bass and guitar and has a double neck that has both. But yeah, it's, it's not terribly difficult uh, setup, but it is different than what I'm accustomed to. Yeah? Yeah. Which is what? Who else have you worked for? Uh, I, I work for a production company and run front of house on the side, uh, so kind of just anybody that hires... Anyone who's seen the alarm on this tour can't fail to notice your presence at the side of the stage. You're a big fella, you're a big, smiley, happy fella, and when you're not tuning guitars or replugging things in, you're applauding, you're singing along, you're punching the air, you fit in rather well. What's, what's it like? How does it feel working with a bunch of limeys? They're fantastic. They're, they're, they're family now, and I enjoy every day of it. We're lucky, aren't we? Are Very we, much so. Yeah. Tell me about how you're travelling, because you're not in the back of the bus with us most of the time. No, I actually live where we're sitting now, in the cab of the truck. It's it's uh, separate, and I have my own air conditioning, which is important for me, being from Alabama. <laughs> I run hot all the time. But yeah, I sleep right here. And you're the only one who sleeps transversely across the bus. We're all running head to toe. So under acceleration and deacceleration, don't you roll into the cab to Jeff driving? I do. But on bumpy and rough roads, I don't. Like y'all do, because you're going a different direction. Ah. So when it goes side to side, y'all yeah. feel that. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, the yeah. stopping and starting does. You don't just do the Alarms guitars on this tour. You work all day, don't you? I'm doing Jay Aston's Gene Loves Jezebel and Modern English. And do you get a minute? Right now. But you're taking it. Yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, Mr. Pate, I shall leave you to relax in the few short moments you get between hard graft. And you load in and load out as well. Oh, tell me about the loadout. You've, you've refined a brilliant technique for the loadout now. 
I drop all the cables and let other people start doing that and I carry all the back line out real fast and start loading and as soon as I'm done with that the other stuff is already coming so it's it's gotten a little more efficient and we can get everything in the back of the trailer now in less than 45 minutes uh, we did a 25 the last two nights is that right yep. we are getting quick mm-hmm. aren't we respect Adam nice love your approach and uh, love having you as a mate on this tour by the way love you Gareth yeah love you too big fella and we mean it we're not just saying this we actually mean this god this is such a loving this tour too bad you can't see a hug yeah yeah can Can they hear a hug hug? love you man I love you I've come out of the cab now into the cool of the dressing room where the second hardest working man in show business is sat down and he's working. I'm talking about our tour manager, Andy Labro. How's it going, Andy? It's going all right, thanks, guys. Yeah? Well, what's been the worst point so far? <laughs> oh, my... Uh... That would be telling if I couldn't give away all that. It would ruin the illusion. <laughs> but it all runs smoothly. If I, uh, if I say what's been... Actually, not really anything major. Just, you know, lack of sleep probably yeah, is, yeah, the, yeah. is the thing that uh, you could do with. But, no, it's all right. I think the gigs have been going amazing. They're uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, loads of sellout shows, another sellout tonight. Uh, it's busy, you know, changing the stage and everything. But, yeah, it seems to be going really well. Because you're not just a tour manager. You don't sort of point and tell everyone where to go. You load out, you load in, you unpack the guitars, you set up the back line with Adam, you sort out the poppy cannons, you book what oh, we're well, doing the next day. I'm glad you mentioned the poppy cannons because I haven't sorted that out oh, yet. We need to sort that out. The poppy cannons, as you know, during strength, we fire off these are essentially fireworks full of paper poppy petals. Try saying that without popping on the microphone. And every night, Andy has to organise that happening and it requires some coordination. That's just typical of the detail. I mean, what's the most tricky thing that you have to do on this tour? Oh, my word. Well, I'm not keen on accounts. (laughs) (laughs) Who is? Um, Guest list is always uh, interesting. Actually, I I don't know. Keeping everybody happy, they're easy to get on. They all get on really well. He lied through his teeth. (laughs) Pretty much everybody gets on. um, But you just have to do a bit of juggling, because with three bands that are all used to headlining, then, um, you know, you do have to and keep everything the ship going you know but uh, no the reason I do so much is because you and the crew are so lazy that's why I do so much thank you very much (laughs) but you know that's not true by the way uh, you can edit that one of those bits I don't edit this you get everything mate they're not lazy at all but I'm a duo rather than a watcher and you actually pack up Gene Loves Jezebel stuff Modern English's stuff and that's a lot of gear to pack away before the alarm come on and then you have to prepare for the alarm what's involved in prepping for the alarm show oh prepping for the alarm show uh, but actually it's good it's the same for all the bands all the bands generally have their little routines and they're like different things on stage you know different drinks and towels or not towels and set lists or not set lists and things being moved around so you have just got to keep an eye out sometimes of getting everything sort of moved around so there's enough space on stage and, and that's like tonight where it's a little bit tight you've got to really try hard to yeah it's a small stage with not much area to sort i think it's a good team i don't think anybody works any uh just because i was rude about the crew crew i just feel i should say that i don't think anybody works any uh less hard than anybody else you know the band absolutely all the bands absolutely killing it on stage and uh all the crew the same really i think they uh uh from start to finish you know, there's down to Jeff on the merchandise. I mean, Jeff has the one of the hardest jobs because 
he works all day and uh, then sells all night and then he carries on driving after the show because yeah. he does the late night drives I don't yeah. mind doing the early so no, it wouldn't. You know, it wouldn't be fair to say anybody works any any harder. But to be honest, I'd rather be working because it's a bit boring if you just stood there watching yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. the only downside to it is sometimes I really like. I'm a bit bored of seeing the alarm because no, <laughs> I've seen a lot. So I've been quite enjoying watching Jean Loves Jezebel and yeah. Modern English. But if I'm packing their gear, I get to see less. Although I get to see probably more of Jay Aston's Jean Loves Jezebel because. Um, I'm not doing anything at that point, as in there's nothing to pack up. And uh, by request, I have been asking them today to drop in some uh, new songs. I mentioned that just because Jay's sat next to me. Yes. <laughs> oh. He works hard, doesn't he, Jay? <laughs> this that man. He's phenomenal at my work. Uh, phenomenal, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you do it, because you, you get stuff done. You even tell people off with a smile. I have a punch bag in the bus when I go back <laughs> afterwards. Have you not noticed all the in the uh, yeah, notes? <laughs> so let's talk about driving. You mentioned driving there. We've got a bus that's forty-five foot long with a fifteen-foot trailer, and you manage when Jeff doesn't to reverse it into gaps that I would struggle to get Mini Metro in. I wouldn't like to brag, although me and Jeff do have a little competition going about who can do the best reversing. Uh, it wasn't quite in one today, but it was a pretty tight space, and I got it in first time. But Jeff has failed to notice this yet so I'm going to mention it to him shortly but actually driving the bus is one of my favourite parts of the day because the bus has the best view so we get to drive through Joshua Tree uh, up near the Grand Canyon through Monument Valley if I can get to drive when we're doing those I love it because that's like that's the bit of the tour that makes it seem like you're on holiday a bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. so I do I like that bit of it it's good for uh, uh, seeing the country how long have you been the alarm store manager now feels a bit like 423 years. <laughs> uh, actually, well, I took over from Ollie, who is now uh, production managing for Robert Plant, about eight years ago, I think, never having tour managed. My background's in computing. I was a computer programmer for 25 years, wore a tie, sensible job. So how did you make the switch? It's not really a boring story, but I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. I was unemployed, rang the office up because the alarm were doing three consecutive shows in Manchester over three weeks as they were doing in some other cities and Jules had remembered me from Greenbelt Festival and uh, said oh, I'll put you on the guest list and uh, so I said oh, I'll bring my camera take some photos so I brought my camera took some photos and they said well we've got this tour coming up why don't you come and do photos and sell merch we need somebody to sell merch so so I did and then eight years later I seem to be still taking photos still occasionally selling merch although not on this tour uh, driving, um, uh, videoing, uh, yeah. the website, uh, Facebook, Twitter occasionally. Uh, yeah, a bit of everything, really. Are they paying you well? Uh, well, I, I, I'm duty-bound to say this is the best job. No, they, you know, it's a very hard profession to give up, so it's not about the money. But actually, if you interview any of the guys on the band or the crew uh, over the course of this tour, I'm sure they'll all say the same thing, which is once you've dip your toe in the water of the touring music business whilst it can be hard work and relentless it's very very hard to give up yeah, it is, because it's yeah. not like it, even though it's hard work it's not like having a real job it's it's different it's hard to explain yeah yeah, yeah. It. i call it the sense of bonhomie or camaraderie that kind of like the circus coming to town where you know everyone in the in the act puts up the tent everyone strikes the tent you know everyone on this does everything 
Yeah, and the clowns do a good show on stage every night. <laughs> <laughs> Set them up, you knock them in. Boom, boom. <laughs> the worst thing, surely, about your job has to be emptying and filling the water and the toilet in the van, correct? In the bus. I, well, I wouldn't say it's the worst job, but as nobody else volunteers for it, I'm afraid some jobs fall on the tour manager's shoulders. Uh, although Jeff does do it occasionally. Actually, probably does it as as much as me but yeah they're not the most pleasant but it's a fairly it's it sounds grim but it's not as bad as it sounds really which reminds me i think we do need yeah. to uh, sort that out like yeah so I, think I had a sprout curry yesterday so i think it's probably time 20 the loo's on the bus oh the, the loo what do we call it the uh the restroom yeah no, no over here the restroom yeah that'll do andy nice talking to you and a Thank pleasure much, touring with you man thank you no worries It's always complicated when you've got two people with the same name on the crew. So to differentiate, we don't call Andy our lighting designer, Andy. We call him Badge, because most people know you as Badge Man, don't they, I am. I'm Badge Man. I was given that name by Red Eye way back in 1990 at Exeter on the Change Tour. Why? I used to have a leather jacket. Well, I had a leather jacket that was absolutely covered in alarm badges or buttons in US parlance. Um... And asked Red if he could put me on the guest list, and he couldn't remember my name, so he put me on the guest list as the Badgeman. Is that right? And it stuck. <laughs> and what are we? Twenty-nine years later, I'm still here, Badgeman. And when did you start working for the Alarm? Uh, first gig was April 2010. Did a, a show in London at the Islington O2 Academy. Right. Because uh, I had literally disappeared for about ten years. And I came down to a show in Bristol at the Thecla and said to Mike that I'd change jobs, which is why, because I used to be a train driver, so I had free travel so I could go everywhere. Um, changed jobs, ended up working in the entertainment industry, didn't have the money, didn't have the free travel. Came down to see Mike. He came off the boat at the end of the night. First thing he said, Andy Bashman, where the hell have you been? <laughs> so I explained to him that i changed jobs and said to him that night, I see you've got no lighting man on the tour. Could I come down and do lights for you in London? And Mike's exact words were, yeah, go for it, it will be a laugh. So we did the gig in London on the Saturday and had a, had a whale of a time. Set the smoke alarms off, because we do. <laughs> uh, it was one of Smiley's first gigs as well, actually. Smiley's first tour, I believe. But you were a fan first. You still a fan? Oh, very, very much so. I've had a tattoo on my arm of the poppy since 91. Um first saw the alarm 87 saw the classic lineup 57 times followed mike around with the poets and mike solo through the 90s still very much a fan collector just just an alarm fan with the best job in the world so why do you do it it's hard work isn't it it's the best job in the world <laughs> i wouldn't be here if it wasn't you mean that don't you i do i do i had an argument with smiley on one of the tours three or four three or four tours back we had an argument in the bus a friendly argument but i said i got the best job in the world and smiley said no he had and i said no i get to see the show and he had to concede that i had the best job in the world <laughs> fair comment you're working under difficult circumstances because you know a lot of bands if they travel with their own ld they travel with their own light system so you've got the same system every night you're working on this tour in clubs and theaters they've all got their own house system they've all got completely different desks which is like you know if you're an android user being given a, an iphone or if you're a pc user being given a mac how do you cope with that um there's there's three or four main brands of of desk that we're 
finding in the States. In the, in the UK, it's either Avalites or it's Campsis or a couple of other minor ones. In Europe, it's Campsis or Grand MA. In America, it's MA, it's Roadhog, it's Avalites, and it's a horrible little thing from Martin, one of which had just the M-Touch, which is a desk that doesn't have real faders. It's Ooh. virtual faders. They're like, like a touchpad. They're really horrible and unresponsive. Um, generally, I'm relying on the house guys to know how they're going to program the desk and they will give me what I ask. But generally, I send them scurrying to the manual for something or other because I'll ask them for something specific and they go, oh, don't know how to do that. So I know you can do it because somebody did it for me here. OK, so they'll either be going to the manual or phoning their friends. How do we do this? Um, and we had three shows in a row where the house guys said to me at the end of the night, do you mind if I save your show because I really liked what you did? Good lad. <laughs> That's a high praise compliment. Though. But the, the whole show is, is busked. No sequence is pre-programmed. It's all just run primarily on flash buttons. So you're playing it like a keyboard? You're Literally, f- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Play, playing along with the band. Um, I will use... If I can, if, if I've got the fixtures that'll do it, I'll use the same colours on the same songs each night. OK, tell me what they are. So, rain will always be a blue background with white through it. Blood red viral black is just red. Uh, beautiful will always be, if I've got the fixtures, it'll be magenta with green. And it's the only song that I use that combination in. Uh, 68 Guns is normally amber with blue. Two Rivers starts amber with blue and then goes white halfway through. And at one point during the show, Mike asks you to turn the house lights off. Yeah, I get made redundant for half a song, which is great. Let the audience do the work instead. Explain how that works. So we, we start Psalm with, with just a, a blue backwash and a bit of light on Mike from the front. He does the first verse and then he'll ask the audience to get the cell phones out, switch the torch on and light the stage from that and we take all the other lights out and it's just the audience. And then I just say that Mike only wrote that song just so Andy could go to the restaurant. (laughs) 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 That was a different song. That's a different song. We'll come to that. So, yeah, he'll get the audience to light it up and we'll take all the lights down and then as it kicks in, we'll bring back just a, 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 a white... Uh, set of beams across the stage just to highlight or tonight we've got a little surprise for anybody that's watching tonight in uh, where are we we are in uh, Falls Church yes in Virginia in Virginia and what's the most difficult thing about lighting the alarm knowing where Mike's going to go sometimes he can go off script and you wonder where on earth you're going but uh, when he does he very rarely catches me out because you know the songs. I know the songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Smiley has, has started to notice a few of the bits where we'll throw the strobes in on drum stabs, which he, he usually comments on it to me at the end. And there's a few little points. Um, there's the, the the crossfire in Spirit of 76 where we take the stage to black and just like the audience. Um, there's one of them in um, Sold Me as well. They're all great fun. There's certain little cues that I have to hit in a, in a show. You are the only member of the central core of the team who doesn't travel on the bandwagon bus. That's because you're travelling with Gene Loves Jezebel. How did that come about? 
Um, mainly, I think, due to space on the bus, but it's been it's been great fun. Um, to be honest, travelling with Jezebel, you've got a better view because travelling on the uh, on the bandwagon, you've only got the side windows, which are nice because you can open them so you can lean out. But on the on the minibus that we're travelling in, you can see all round. So actually, for certainly the, the more scenic parts, you know, travelling across the deserts of the south and, and travelling up the west coast, having that all round view was really good. And they are. A great bunch of people. Jay has got a really wicked, dry sense of humour. Pete, take Pete's sunglasses off and he's a great boat. Put his sunglasses <laughs> on and he's an evil bug. <laughs> <laughs> and your responsibilities are more than just doing lights, though. I mean, the show's over. You're packing all the cables on stage, you're moving the amps out, you're wiring the back line when it, you're repairing stuff. You're a good electrician. Oh, yeah do a bit of everything i ran i ran a pa warehouse for nine years so i, I kind of learned my trade then um we could mend most things and if we can't we'll have a go so if anyone listening to this fancies coming to work for the alarm what advice would you give them apart from don't do it you know if you want to get a job <laughs> how do you keep your job with the alarm oh blimey I, I don't think i can answer that i honestly can't um it is I, I still don't believe that I'm here. You know, I, I regularly pinch myself and say, how on earth did I... I'm just an alarm fan. How did I end up that I'm now 40 days into a US tour? I've seen things on this tour I never imagined I'd see. Sorry about that. It's I my kilt. I must wear something under it. Yeah, yeah. it's that fan on the drum riser. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I've known you for a long time. It's a joy to tour with you, it's mate. Been, it's been great fun, Gareth. Yeah. It's been good. Good to be with everybody. Two weeks to go. Two weeks to go, and then we go home. Yeah. And then we're... Who knows where this soft lad from Rill is going to take all of us? See you, That's it for the moment, but you've not met all the members of the Alarm Sigma Tour crew just yet. You can meet them in the next episode of Entourage, coming soon from Alarm.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. See ya. <laughs>